Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Run. I'm Egberto Will, your host. Thank you for kindly being a part of the show. We're going to have a great show for you today. First of all, our brother, our brother in this fight, El Senor Michael Rudnan says, feeling crappy for a couple of days now, going to go lie down and take a break. I know how uh, some of you always ask, so alternative, alternate, alternate, alternating, runny, stuffy nose, sneezy, sneezing, sore eyes, headache, dizziness, fatigue, sleep, disruption, general feeling of malaise. Before I go, found a couple of old bits, so he has some stories for us. Brother Michael Rudnan, get well soon. I think you may be, that almost sounds sort of like the flu. You know, uh, the flu is going to be heavy this year because nobody, everybody was covered up and protected. So we had some great flu years because a lot of folks were covered up. Be careful, be careful. We will be, you are in our thoughts. I hope you can at least listen. Anyway, let's let's give the positive affirmations to our brother in, 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 the, in this fight, El Senor Rodnin. Thank you so kindly for being here. All right. HuffPost, here's the House GOP's hit list for Republicans retake Congress. Republicans want to become an anti-corruption party while themselves being wholly corrupt. There is not a single Republican who isn't bought by corporate interests. What this looks like is that Republicans want to create an enemies list and play for revenge politics as if they have no real legislative agenda other than their boilerplate uh, make corporate uh, corporations richer at everyone's expense. That's a losing uh, proposition for them and they know it so they cloak it in culture war nonsense so that they got it this is probably an article you'll want to read for yourselves it's on uh it's on huffington post second article from el senor Rodnin says u.s news and world report national archives say trump staffers not returning white house records nara told congress that former white house that, that former president donald trump administration has not uh, turn over all presidential records to the National Archives, which consult Justice Department. NARA knows some White House staffers conducted official business on personal electronic message accounts and, and were they, they were not copied or forwarded to their official account in violation of Presidential Records Act. I have to wonder why NARA hasn't contacted the DOJ and FBI directly if there's evidence of a crime. I agree. Why did they go to the newspaper and not the DOJ? Well, maybe they already went to the DOJ and they ignored them. Who knows? New York Times, Elon Musk drops threat to halt internet service in Ukraine. I saw that. I'm gonna, I had something to say about that. Internet service provider by uh, Musk company SpaceX has been crucial for the Ukrainian army uh, as it advances into territory occupied by Russia and defends against continuing Russian attacks. As it comes uh, to bad business decisions, blackmailing the defense industry and threatening to pull comes during the middle of a war is a really not a wise move. One of the reasons I always talk about the private sector having control of certain parts of our economy is ex Musk proves exactly what I'm talking about. Here it is, this private company using technologies developed from by all of us decided to send a lot of satellites up in space that allows all these companies any part of the world to communicate, do internet, at a fairly modest cost, right? Well, he's losing money apparently on the deal, so he says. Do you know what losing money really means? So he's this private company, this private corporation says, I am going to cut the service if the government doesn't pay me to provide the service to Ukraine. I want you guys to think about it. Think about if they are providing the service to the United States government. You know, there are certain parts of our government, healthcare, energy, 
and and uh, and other areas that do not belong in the private sector because they can blackmail you if it's a, if it's a resource you need. This is not a difficult thing to understand. And you know what? We always talk about you don't want the private sector in certain areas because they can blackmail you, but they try not to blackmail you. Really, really, they try to do it on the sly. Well, Elon Musk, you know, he's sort of wacko in the head. He just came out and did it. You know what? We're going to stop at the end of the month or something like that doing the service, you guys, unless you pay for it. Right? So, uh, I guess somebody must have got into his ear and said, you don't want to put the private sector in that position. Otherwise, that will be used by every single progressive to say, this is why we don't contract with the private sector because they can hold us hostage. It's that simple. All right. Fox 35. Sherry says uh, two fathers about each other's daughter. Wait. Sheriff says two fathers shoot each other's daughters during Florida road rage incident. Two fathers are accused of shooting each other's young daughters during an apparent road rage in Florida. William H. 36 and Frank 43 are, are both facing attempted murder charges for the incident that unfolded near Jacksonville in October 8th. The Nassau County Sheriff says, according to the arrest report, Hale and Allison were riding in separate vehicles with their families when they had a driver dispute. Witnesses told couples, deputies, that the two men are brake-checking each other's and appeared to be in a cat-and-mouse game and driving erratically on U.S. Highway 1. The report stated some of Allison's vehicle began Flipping off uh, hail, and then someone in hail struck through a water bottle at Hallison. Oh, this is kind of silly. I don't know where we were talking that one now. All right. Anyway, read that one on your own, folks. I'm not going to spend time on, on that particular one. But the one thing I will say about that is and, uh, any, any, if you want a reason, when grown men want to out alpha male each other, yet not a toddler in a tantrum, it's their own children at price. Again, this has to do with guns. The easy accessibility to guns and any fool who wants to have a gun, which makes no sense. Anyway, hello, AVQ. Melanie Keelan is in the house. Yvette Avery Herod, welcome to Politics on Right. Melanie Keelan again. Uh, Bridge MCP says, hey, PDR Peeps. And of course, our brother, Roberto Davenport. Robert Davenport, how are you doing, my brother? Uh, Eric Hayes is in the house. Uh, who else is in the house? We got Norman Reynolds says, "Hey, yeah," and of course we got Lee Grant E two two four seven. Hey, uh, Norman, you got to tell me what day you're coming into the studio. If you're coming in this week, and anybody in Houston who wants to come into the studio and spend some time with me in the chair next to me, come on over because I want you guys to feel what community radio feels like. Come on in the studio with me. Just give me a shout. And I'll arrange a date that you can come into the studio with me. Hey, if you want to fly in and come to my studio, you can fly in and come to the studio at KPFT. Now, I said my studio, not my studio, the studio at KPFT. It's not, there's nothing mine about it. That is a community studio at KPFT 90.1 FM Houston. Just give me a shout. All right, Bridget says she's going to come. I can't wait for you, Bridget. And you know what? You don't even have to get a hotel. You can stay right here at my house. There's a room here waiting for you anytime you come to visit this part of the town, this part of the country. You never have to stay in a hotel. If you are 50 miles out of Houston, just drive out here. And that's my open invitation to you, you beautiful lady. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what else we got here. Look, I want to tell you guys this, okay? I am very upset that more isn't made about what's going on with Medicare Advantage. That's not the main gist of the show today, but I want to talk about it. Daniel Lido says, every American uh, makes should serve two years in the military and given a gun 
to take home after their service. I believe every American should serve. I had to, I had to sell it. I had to register for selective service as soon as I became a naturalized American citizen. Um, but yes, I think everybody should have to, have to serve. As far as taking the gun homes, I'm completely against that. Tom C. says, warm greeting from a cold, wet, mid-Michigan afternoon. And some of that wetness came to us, brother, brother Tom. All right. And Bri says she'll be right there over here. Like I told her, she doesn't need a place to stay because she's have a home here. All right. Let's see. I've been very upset at Medicare Advantage. The, the amount... The amount of advertising misleading Americans into thinking their best option is Medicare Advantage is driving me crazy. I know, I know it's not the subject of the the show today, but I saw an ad that I simply had to cut out and play for you guys and then give an explanation thereafter. So I want all of you to see this Medicare Advantage ad. And after we watch this ad, I want to talk about it. Check it out. Do you feel like Medicare is not meeting your expectations? Did you think it would cover more? If you only have Medicare Parts A and B, you may be paying too much in out-of-pocket costs and missing out on valuable benefits that may be available with a Medicare Advantage plan. Call now during the Medicare annual enrollment period. All-in-one Medicare Advantage plans may be available with all the benefits of original Medicare, plus most provide additional benefits like dental, vision, hearing, or prescription coverage. Depending on where you live, a plan may be available with a Part B premium reduction that puts money back into your Social Security check every month. Call to find out. Certain plans may include benefits for qualifying members, like an allowance to help pay for things like rent, mortgage, internet, healthy groceries, or utilities. The Medicare Benefit Helpline is accepting calls right now to see what 2023 plans with additional benefits are available to you. Many plans offer $0 monthly premiums, $0 co-pays, or $0 deductibles on common services. There are plans that offer $0 out-of-pocket costs on commonly used prescription drugs. You can even have them delivered right to your home. If you only have Medicare Parts A and B, you may need more coverage and want to pay less out-of-pocket. For that, consider a Medicare Advantage plan. If you're not 100% sure that you have the right Medicare plan for you with the benefits you need most, then call right now for your free Medicare benefits review. Depending on where you live, a plan may be available with a Part B premium reduction that puts money back into your Social Security check every month. Some Medicare Advantage plans may provide additional benefits like comprehensive dental coverage, including cleanings, extractions, or even dentures. You don't get a new 2023 Medicare Advantage plan automatically. Call now to enroll during the Medicare annual enrollment period. So they just got a free commercial on politics done right, but I'm not going to make it be a free commercial. Here's what I want to tell you, folks. That is the greatest form of thuggery I've ever seen. They take advantage of people having a hard time. They take advantage of people being poor. They take advantage of all of this to rip you off. First of all, notice all the keywords that they're using in there. Hey, we may even be able to give you back some money. We may be able to give you a check. We may be able to give you dental, uh, air, hearing, eyes, sight, all of that they're promising. And you look at that and, and maybe a zero copay. And also you don't even have to pay anything because Uncle Sam pays us for you. And it sounds good. Anybody who is sitting down in their house, who knows they'll have to take out 
for, after they get Medicare Part A and B, they'll have to also get Medigap to cover the 20%. That costs them a few bucks. They'll also have to get independent ears, and eyes, and dental. They said, oh, my God. But here's what these corporations did. They bought the politicians so that they prevent the politicians from allowing uh, Medicare, standard Medicare, original Medicare. They prevent them from giving dental, hearing, and eyesight. These evil corporations, they make sure and pay off enough politicians so that we can't give you, meaning the government plan can't give you that, right? And then... These Medicare Advantage plans say, okay, we'll give you that. We'll give you those, those things. And then when they go to build the American government, because remember, it's the American government paying for those Medicare Advantage plans. They charge more for that Medicare Advantage plan to the American government than if the American government paid for the plan themselves, meaning cover it out of your Medicare taxes. It's the biggest scam, the biggest welfare check to the private sector in this on this planet. Again, I repeat, it's the it's it, it's likely even bigger than the defense scam that we run. It is so important that we understand that if you take out Medicare Advantage, you're killing standard Medicare. And if you kill standard Medicare and these corporations, if you think health insurance right now is bad, as a private sector person who has to get health in care before you become 65, think about that on orders of magnitude for an old person. In effect, they will make Death panels, death panel, death panels be realized because what they're doing to old people right now after they sign up is limitless. I have calls from from people, and in fact, I need to. Um, I, I should. I, I get calls from people at KPFT who would come out and tell you their experiences, their experiences with that. BJMCP says, Egberto, I had. I had mentioned my secondary insurance, NY SHIP, is making it Medicare Plan D, but through NY SHIP, now I can no longer get three-month scripts, meaning prescriptions. I got you. It's the biggest ripoff. By the way, what I found out is sometimes using drugs RX, or rather uh, a good RX, can get you drugs even cheaper than through the insurance company. I know that because my daughter doesn't yet have insurance here in Texas, so that is how we uh, take care of doing the uh, her her very expensive medicines after her stroke. It's a shame our healthcare system. It's an utter disaster. It is a shame, and the private sector just using it to make money. Daniel Edo says Egberto is from an AOC wing of the progressives. The ones who want to fund war in Ukraine and ignore the real threat of dragging us into an all-global conflict, maybe we should call AOC a neo-progressive cry to illegal immigrants while funding war. Nope, I am not. Look, I'm not a Ukraine fanatic at all. And you won't see me like, oh, go ahead and save Ukraine or anything like that. The truth of the matter is I am. I don't see any purpose. Well, I should digress from that. I use Ukraine uh, funding to make to be amused at many on the right who were always pro-U.S. but suddenly have become pro-Putin. I mean, you know, yes, going to good uh, going to try good RX issue for me is 
I am out in the boonies drug stores and it's highway drive to three towns. I am so sorry, uh, British MCP. If I knew I needed to get drugs for you on my way to New, when I was in New York, I would have make, I would have taken that detour and driven to you, my dear, beautiful lady. All right, let's see. Um, 90% worried about inflation as it drives costs and negative wages. That is so true. That is so true, uh, Brother Hayes. And that's why I've been advising my great uh, progressives to make sure that everybody knows that infl- the, the reason for inflation is Republican policy and neoliberal policy. I can take you directly... Uh, let's see. Yo, Egberto Willis, get me a dime bag. Ha, ha, ha. There you go, joking girl. Uh, but yeah, uh, neoliberal policies, and I discussed this on, on, on my KPFT show today. In fact, I gave this little spiel on, on KPFT because it's so important. If you realize right now, we are, China is, uh, is the leader. I don't remember his name right now. He's going to become likely the permanent leader of China. And what is happening? He says, I want Taiwan back. And not like this two China policy. They want Taiwan. Now, Taiwan, and I, I should pull up the, the, the piece that I, that I was, I can never remember. TMSC, I think is the name of the company. Um, TMSC, the name of the company that uh, actually builds all the microchips, Right. Come on, Arian, sync up, sync up, sync up. I need to, I need to talk to my peeps. I need to talk to my peeps. Anyway, I can't. That come, it'll sync up in a little bit. Sync with my laptop, maybe. Anyhow, they build all. We design the chips. America is an innovative champion of the world. We design the chips. We do all those things, right? But we don't manufacture them. We take our chips to TMSC uh, to manufacture all our great great semiconductors. And now China is talking about taking that over. That means if somehow they were to create disruptions there, even bomb the factory or whatever, it disrupts the entire flow of important microchips. So to solve this problem, what did Biden do? Biden subsidized Intel and all the major chip manufacturers to build one of these high-tech stations that's going to take years to build in the United States. In other words, to save our country from the ills issued by the corporations who decided to manufacture overseas, we, the taxpayers, are going to build factories in the United States for Intel and these other semiconductor companies. So whatever happened to letting the private sector do it? When it was time for them to be patriotic, they decided, no, we don't want to pay the American workers. We will just build it overseas. And now the American people, your tax dollars, are going to go into the coffers of these these semiconductor manufacturers who didn't want to employ Americans into building new factories in the United States on your dollar. Folks, uh, the, the crime here is that we don't want to get, we don't want to educate our own. We don't want to pay their college. We don't want to pay healthcare, but let one of these companies come and say, 
oh, we need to build a factory. And guess what? It's for national security. And suddenly, it can be done. Suddenly, it can be done. She, thank you very much. She is the name of the, the guy. I, 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 I can't tell you the theft on the American people by the private sector, by the corporations. It's a sad, sad day. And the the problem is most Americans don't quite know all of this because you don't hear the people on the TV telling you this over and over again. They may have one show on it. They may have one program on it. So just like we're ripped off with Medicare Advantage, these corporations are ripping us off with this. Now, how do we solve these problems? Vote. How do we solve these problems but vote? You have got to vote. Voting is the only answer to these questions. Voting is what creates solution. Norman says, the tax dollars are covering the political mistakes and hubris of the past. True. Uh, let's see what else. Daniel says, so we, so not wanting to spend billions in unaccountable money in a corrupt country when doing so risk dragging NATO into a larger conflict with nuclear armed nations is now somehow supporting Putin crack political commentary no that's not what I'm saying at all I'm saying just listen to uh to uh the guy on Fox News they're playing all this stuff on Russian TV come on man you know better you know better than that All right, Bree says, Dems are not fighting a good fight, not getting the word out. Why are they like that? I mean, they're chickens. That's why. Eric Hayes says, Samson is building a new plant in Austin. Don't think government is paying for it. All the high-tech plants are being paid for by the government, okay? Even that plant in sunny, in, in, in Houston, I guarantee you, in Austin, I guarantee you, they'll be getting a subsidy out of that uh, chips bill. Absolutely getting a subsidy out of the chips bill. I will almost guarantee a a fingernail on it. All right. Tom C. says, billing and insurance-related administrative costs for the traditional Medicare and Medicaid, however, at around 2% to 5%, while those for private sector is about 17 18%. And guess what? With Medicare Advantage, because of the profit motive, over at times 40%. Sad, but true. Sad, but true. Even getting local help from Samsung, from, from Austin, is your tax dollars. All right? So please, these corporations are nothing more than welfare recipients. But when it's time to help somebody get a little something here to, 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 to make it for the next day, oh, it's a problem then. It's a problem then. It's a problem. We are such suckers. Such suckers. Okay. Um. Next one, next item that I want to talk about today. What time is it? I still, yeah, I got time still. Okay, Biden, uh, I love what Biden did last week. Um, Biden went ahead and he, I tell you what, let's go ahead and play it and then we'll take it on the other side. President Biden had an answer on inflation that I really loved. I would have expanded it a bit more to specify the reason why I ended with if you elect Republicans, Inflation is likely to go up. I would have said it a bit differently if you in. Well, I tell you what, let's listen to the president and then I'll have my commentary at the other end. 
Americans are squeezed by the cost of living. It's been true for years, and folks don't need to be a report to tell them they're being squeezed. And a lot of people are hurting these days. And today's report shows, though, some progress. Overall, inflation was 2% over the last three months. That's down from 11% over the prior three months. And that's progress. Republican wins, inflation is going to get worse. It's that simple. Look. Uh, President Biden is absolutely true. But what he hasn't said in that statement is something that people could have a bit more uh, a gut feeling in. Yes, if, if, if Republicans are elected, yes, inflation rate will go up. But who will it go up for specifically? It will go up for the middle class and the poor. Why specifically? Because the policies that they support move all of your wealth and income to the few with tax cuts that help the few, and with nothing there to protect against the price increases caused by the problems created or the issues created by those who make the most. They created the supply chain problem. They created just-in-time inventory. They created the response to, uh, to, to, uh, to COVID. They are the ones who decided to offshore all or much of our production. And they are the ones who, in to solve that problem, increase the prices on us because they could. They are the ones who did and said, we will have, since we won't change our price uh, scheme, the Fed will come in, increase interest rates. And guess who profits from higher interest rates? The bankers do. You pay more for less. You pay more for your credit cards. You pay more for your mortgage. You pay more for your rent. And who makes the profit again? Those few that support the Republican methodology. So folks, the president is right. Inflation is high. We have to put people in the in power who are willing to do what's necessary to control inflation. We need to put people in power who are not scared of the types of policies which penalize those who abuse, penalize those who have failed policies, the corporatocracy, etc., to ensure that you are not left holding the bag. Elect Republicans mean higher interest rates, mean gun violence, mean all these issues. Elect progressives, and we can start building the progress that we need going forward. We spent... Absolutely so. Elect Republicans, and that is what you actually get. I mean, look, folks... Um, it is hard. It is hard. Because there is so much working against those of us telling the truth. The people who are lying to our fellow Americans are so, so good at what they do. They're so good at hitting the right points to fool folks. They are so good at doing this all. But anyhow, I have one other piece that I'll, I'll, I'll show to you in a little bit, but let's go ahead and um, uh, actually, I, I, let me go ahead and do it now. Let me go ahead and no, no, I tell you what, I'll wait. I'll wait. What I want you guys to understand, first of all, is the following. If you honestly believe that somehow our current economic system is good for you. 
serves you. I want you to tell me how and why. How and why. How and why. All right, let's see. Uh, wait, why? I like the videos. Okay, okay. What videos are we talking about? Did I miss something in your... Um, in your, oh, Danny boy, I'm neither just, da, 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 da. did I miss something? Did I miss something? Anyhow, anyhow. So that is what I really wanted to, to, to mention about. Uh, it was good to see that I really see an engaged Biden, more so than normal. Biden is starting to engage and engage and engage and engage and engage even today. But I'll play what he has to do today. After I do my quick little ask, and then I'll be right, right back. Politics done right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the internet seeded with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what progressives represent for the benefit of us all to everybody so that it's not misread, misled by any other entity. We make sure and populate that internet with blogs, with videos, with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that, that are lying at the right. We also make sure to create articles in, in magazines, articles in newspapers all around the country to ensure again that our message gets out there. Last but not least, we also write books. As you see it, Class Warfare, the only re resort to right-wing doom, How to Make America Utopia, are two of the many books that I've written on these issues. So please support us in one of many ways. Numero uno, you can support us at PayPal, either one time or monthly. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. You can support us on Patreon. That is politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us by becoming a part of our YouTube channel, going to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, or you can support us in many other forms that you can find at politicsdoneright.com slash support. Be sure to visit our store, politicsdoneright.com slash store, and get our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books. All right, folks, um, I have another video for you. Uh, this one uh, is also Joe Biden. This one is from, as soon as I got back from KPFT, I turned on MSNBC and saw Biden on. And I said, whoa, I got to get that clip. I got to get that clip because it's a very important clip. I want you to see how he addressed uh, the student aid, uh, the, the student aid program that he just created. It's, uh, this was not going to be the same problem that we had with healthcare.gov. Listen to what he said. Listen to who are the engineers that built the studentaid.gov. And it's important because what it says is we didn't just leave everything to the private sector. We went ahead and took care of this to make sure folks understand good government works. Good government is more efficient than average private sector. Good government is more effective if done right. There are things that are good for government and there are things that are good for the private sector. You want to have your pizza shop? That's fine. You want to have your restaurant? That's fine. You want to have all these things that we have a choice from. 
that should be in the private sector. But things that we don't have choices does not belong there. Listen to Biden and the student aid thing. We'll fill out your name, social security number, date of birth, and contact information. No forms to upload, no special login to remember. It's available in English and in Spanish on desktop and mobile. It takes less than five minutes. And if you have any questions, you follow up. We will be able to follow up with you. This is a game changer for millions of Americans. We get moving. And it took an incredible amount of effort to get this website done in such a short time. I want to thank the Secretary of Education. There he is, Secretary of Education Cardona, who's here with me today. He and his team led a talented group of data scientists and engineers across the federal government and built it and tested and launched this new application in just weeks. And the Secretary insisted that it, be test, that it had to be tested over the weekend. It landed and handled more than 8 million applications without a glitch or any difficulty. We had over 10,000 people contact the White House to be either to send us letters or calls thanking us. It means more than 8 million Americans are starting this week on their way to receiving a life-changing relief that they're looking for. It started today with millions more, and we're going to have the opportunity to do it as well. My commitment was, if elected president, I was going to make government work to deliver for the people. This, this rollout keeps that commitment. Just as I'm keeping my commitment to relieve student debt as borrowers recover from this economic crisis caused by the once-in-a-lifetime pandemic. Now, I hope, God forbid, I say once-in-a-lifetime. That gets me to another issue. We need more funding for this, but any rate, for dealing with future pandemics. But I want to be clear who's going to benefit the most. Working people, the middle class. If you earn less than $125,000 a year, you'll get up to $10,000 knocked off your student debt. If you earn less than $125,000 a year and you receive the Pell Grant, you'll get up to an additional $10,000 knocked off that debt, so $20,000 in relief. In total, more than 40 million Americans can stand to benefit from this relief. And about 90%, 90% of that relief is going to go to people making less than $75,000 a year. Let me be clear. Not a dime will go to those in the top 5% of the income bracket, period. Now, let's talk about who uh, is against helping millions of hardworking middle-class Americans. Republican members of Congress and Republican governors are trying to do everything they can to deny this relief, even to their own constituents. As soon as I announced my administration's student debt plan, they started attacking it, saying all kinds of things. Their outrage is wrong and it's hypocritical. I will never apologize for helping working Americans and middle class people as they recover from the pandemic, especially not the same Republicans who voted for a $2 trillion tax cut in the last administration, mainly benefiting the wealthiest Americans and the largest corporations and didn't pay for a penny of it and racked up a deficit. I don't want to hear from Republican officials again who heard who had hundreds of thousands of dollars, even millions of dollars in pandemic relief loans, the PPP loans, but who now attack the working middle class Americans for getting relief. And these are members of Congress who received those loans. In one case, two million dollars. 
And despite what the Republican officials say, we can afford, we're able to afford the student loan relief. It's because of our historic deficit reduction that Republicans voted against. On my watch, the deficit fell by $350 billion last year, and we're on track to reduce it by $1 trillion this fiscal year. We're also set to reduce another $300 billion over the next 10 years because of the Medicaid being able to negotiate drug prices. We spend a lot of- Absolutely so. So if you, if you see what Biden did there, he, he, he made sure that they, they had a website built in-house that worked and that was simple to use. It's KISS, keep it simple, you know what. And um, not, so, so he made sure that you had a database that worked, uh, a, a software package that worked, website, database worked perfectly. But it goes a little bit further. He went ahead and said, let's also do a stress test in, with using real people. So we created a beta of the site. So the beta of the site, 8 million people in one weekend signed up to get relief, uh, to get their student loan relief. 8 million people, student relief. All right, great. I love that. And then he comes and he announces it to everybody, opens it up for all the potential 40 or more million students who will use the site. And then, you know, the Republicans have been suing and trying everything to stop, right? I'll give you a little quick quick thing first, all right? Um, they decided to go ahead and, and what the president did is say, oh, I'm going to teach you guys a lesson. Remember all those PPP loans? One of you even got one for $2 million. Why, isn't, why should we forgive that? Oh, by the way, a lot of you in Congress took out PPP loans. Many of you. So... What's so bad about helping these people who got ripped off because corporations are not paying their fair share of taxes so that college could be more uh, affordable? So I love what the president did there. He pointed out a successful program. It is set up successfully. And then after setting it up successfully, he goes out there and he says, and any Republicans who complain, I'm not listening to you. You guys took PPP loans. You guys gave the rich $2 trillion. Don't complain to me about a program that may cost $300 billion over time. I don't want to hear it. That was being on the attack appropriately. Good job, Senor Presidente, on that one. Good job there. Now, I, I sit down and get weary of those who want to say, he shouldn't have done that, including guys like Mike Cisak says, there is no law enabling this bribe. I mean, pay off on college loans. Speaker Pelosi even said so. And then he also says, so if the Democratic Party didn't try to buy votes with bribes, why would anyone want to vote Democratic? Let's stop right there, CSAC. I, I'll, I'll await your answer. But please tell me, what does voting Republican do for your personal economy? Start. You can start thinking now because I can answer it before you could possibly think about it. But please go ahead and start. Uh, let's see what else we got. Every case says PPP went to small businesses, not large corporations, right? No, PPP went to large corporations too. Please do your homework. All right. Uh, Norman Reynolds says, who pays for the tax cuts to millionaires? We do. You know how we do it? Let me tell you, we pay for it several times. Whenever we give them tax cuts, 
they take that tax cut, they have more money in their pockets, they make more interest, then they loan us back our money because that's taxes they didn't pay. They loan us back that money and then we pay interest on that money so that we can do whatever it is that we need to do. It's the biggest racket, biggest racket there is. Punto y final. Uh, let's see what a Tom Grant says. Lee Grant, inalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Thank you so kindly for quoting that, Tom. A lot of folks forget that's in the in, in the preamble, right? All right. Uh, Bruce says, made it. Let's stop calling names and give the working class what they need. Stay away from the horseshoe. You know something? We don't need to call names. That's absolutely true. All we need to do is solve the problems. Hey, you know what? Uh, check out... How to Make America Utopia. That's my book. Check it out. Bridge says, here, here are some of the billionaires who got PPP loans while small businesses went bankrupt. The fine art studio for millionaire sculptor Jeff Koons, known for creating metal balloon animals that fetched tens of millions of dollars at auction, received a loan. Billionaire property developer Joe Farrell, a prominent Republican fundraiser, received up to a million dollars in taxpayer coronavirus relief funds. According to the federal data released Monday, other uh, players in the word, uh, world of celebrity and influence who took advantage of the loans and paycheck protection program, struggling small businesses hurt by coronavirus include Kanye West, uh, $3 billion clothing store sneaker company, multimillionaire pro uh, Jeff Koons, and three branches of Church of Scientology, which is reported to be worth least, at least $1 billion. So yeah, the, those guys get a lot, a lot of welfare. Okay. Mike says, I said, voting for GOP means freedom. Oh, really? All right, let's talk about that. Freedom. How can you have freedom if you can't have health care? So, again, you see how they make you think? You see how they, they mess your mind up? They don't want to give you health care. And you know, how they, you know how they get away wanting to give you health care? We want to give you the freedom not to have health care. It, it's mind-boggling. We want to give you the freedom that if you don't want health care, you don't have to have it. Freedom. Really? That's not freedom. That's evil. Liberty? What liberty? You want to control a woman's womb. How is that liberty? And live and live and let live. You're not letting the, the woman decide on her own. Come on, man. That is, you guys just spit out words that have no practical meaning in your domain. I hope all my Republican listeners just see how uh, how that statement by Mike Cisak was absolutely nonsensical. I don't want somebody else to pay for my responsibility. Nobody's paying for your responsibility at all. Uh, you, uh, we, are, we are telling corporations, look, when these kids go to school and have to pay these inflated prices, that is donations to the corporate structure. Why are these prices for colleges expensive? They build all these buildings. Who build the buildings? Corporations. Why are, is education so expensive? Well, they tell us that we need an education. So we pay for this education and then go enrich shareholders of corporations when we work for them. It's not, we are not, they're not paying for our responsibility. They're paying their dues. R student loan forgiveness has less to do with the students and more to do with corporations who have been freeloaders. I repeat, 
paying off student loans have more to do with freeloading corporations than it does with the student not being able to meet the needs of its, its loans. Egberto, every government program you want to put through, you are making offer, you are making others pay for. No, I'm not. We are saying tax corporations appropriately so that they will pay for the engineers, the doctors, and everybody else who then come and work for them and have been educated on their own dime. You see, you guys have been taught not to think but one shallow layer. You have to think through different levels of abstraction. Just like I tell you, capitalism abstracts evil that's done to support capitalism overseas that you don't see. In other words, all these rich executives with ties on and capitalist structures, a lot of, their, a lot of the profits they make are on the backs of dead people and uh, abuse overseas. And here in the States, hey, start with the Appalachian Mountains and the coal mines. Okay, when you tax corporations, those corporations uh, pass a tax to what they sell us, the consumer. It's just a hidden tax. No, it's not. No, it's not. When I say tax corporations, I mean simply this. All that money that goes to shareholders that they're going to try to recoup, we'll take it back. It's that simple. So they can, they, can pass the, they can pass it on to consumers and we'll take it right back from them. And give it back to the consumers. You want to pay rat, play, play rat race? Come on, man. Don't you think we've thought these things through? Bruce Pollard said you are paying for some professors, not all to do research for the oligarchy. There you go, Bruce. There you go. Norman Reynolds says, I guess freedom to select health care means we select no health care for those who can't afford it. But it's even, you're right, Norman, but it's also the fact that they, they, you know, the Republicans have a good way of letting people think they have power, but screwing themselves, right? It is like, you don't need no stinking health care. Why are those Democrats or progressive forcing you to get health care? And you know why? Because when that person breaks a leg without health care, because we are humane, we're not going to let them die out of sepsis. We're going to take them into the hospital and all of us are ultimately going to pay for it. Lee Grant says, leftists are ignoring the social issues. Parents will vote against those who would support the indoctrination of their children with CRT, BLM, and leftists. Please tell me what's indoctrinative in CRT. Critical race thinking, bad way, isn't taught in school. I think it should be. And you know why I think it should be? Because it takes away a lot of the lies. You know, somebody once told me, do we really see that racism is systemic? And I said, yes, it's systemic. Somebody says, well, I don't know. We said, we can prove it. How can you prove it? Critical race theory. Let's go ahead and show you. Let's show you what redlining has done to people's, to people's quality of life, completely based on their zip code, based on race. Um, let's show you what education and when you don't expect a lot from a kid, what it actually does. No, it, it's simple, right? And BLM, Black Lives Matter, look, I came at the inception of the Black Lives Matter movement when, when uh, the founder, Patrice Collars, went to uh, our Netroots Nation and, and, and blocked Bernie Sanders' speech that got changed that night. I was there. 
this is not something I don't know. I'd like you guys to tell me what part of the concept of Black Lives Matter is actually not fact-based, is not true. I would love to see that. I mean, I, I, I was concerned about how it would go over as well. So I asked Patrice, I said, hey, and you can look up the interview I did with Patrice on my website. I said, Patrice, um, why didn't you say Black Lives Matter too? She said, then you would not have been talking about it. You know? Egberto Willis, Lee CRT is from the 70s. You're, are, uh, you are learning about it and learning it wrong. You never, you never learned it. You are as you hype in what you hear. I took it in college. It's called history. Thank you very much, Breach. But so many, so many are, and that, you know, that, listen, CRT equal racial essentialism and intergenerational guilt. I don't even know if you understand what that means. That was, that was a phrase coined by, I don't remember the name of the guy trying to say, we're going to just make it bad. We're going to make an issue out of this where there's no issue. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Okay, I got one more video to you because uh, we got to finish this one real quick. It has to do with Tom Friedman. Tom Friedman yesterday went on Farid Sakaria, and he said, um, guess what? We need to get pragmatic about this oil thing. Those, and he actually used the word woke when he tries to address progressives. You know, he thinks that we need to just hold on. We need to hold on between the transition from oil to green energy because it just cannot be done the twist of a dime. Wanted to listen to this, and I have a, f a few choice words for Tom Friedman, who is nothing but an apologist for the oil sector. Check this out, and then we'll take it on the other side. When you think about this this energy uh, uh, issue, you've also written on the on the fact that the, at the heart of this problem, uh, we have not thought seriously about the transition to green technologies and underinvested in in exploration for oil or natural gas. Is there a way to square the circle to 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 invest in these technologies so that we can have relatively low oil and gas prices and at the same time move to a green future? We need a, a strategy that maximizes three things, our energy security, our economic security, and our climate security. The only way you're going to get that is if the Biden administration does something it has failed to do, uh, which is bring the leading oil and gas companies, executives around a table with um, the, the leaders and advocates within the administration of our climate policy and come up with a solution that maximizes all three. Um, if, you, if you don't do that, we're basically telling the oil and gas companies, um, your dinosaurs, please go off somewhere and quietly die after you give us a little more oil and gas to get through this winter. The message that sends to their investors is, hey, um, don't invest new money in oil and gas. Just raise your dividend, give me more of my return back, and buy back more of your stock. And that's what's been going on. So we underinvest in our own capacity. It means we can't make up for Russia's losses and prices go higher. We, we need to have an honest and true discussion uh, Discussion about this, and we're not. Um, uh, people are, are basically just assuming you can flip a switch, um, and there's just so much virtue signaling around this kind of woke green energy that is just unrealistic. I'm as green as they come. I mean, I, I, I can't wait to you know get off fossil fuels, but it's not something that's going to happen in the short term, and we got to be realistic about it. You you see what he call it woke green energy? 
I mean, you, you can see where he's coming from. He's a righty, doesn't know what he's talking about. Let's get real here. Let's go back to President Carter. President Carter was at the lead in developing what was called sin fuels, right? Synthetic fuels that, you know, wasn't necessarily clean. It was doing things like turning carbon into oil and that kind of stuff. But if we really wanted to do all those things, we had all the time. President Carter placed solar panels on his roof of the, of the, of the White House as an example to move in for green energy. That's about how many years ago? Almost 40 or more than 40 years ago. More than 40 years ago. And because we got taken over by the oil sector with El Señor Reagan and those, those subsequent to him, all the advances that we should have made in the green energy sector were put on hold because oil, the oil guys knew one thing. We got all this free oil on off these public lands that the American, that the American people own, but we get for free. So we, we just pay a few, a few, a few, uh, licensing fees, but then we take back, take it back with depletion allowance and all these kind of tax breaks. So we get all this free oil that we sell at full profit, right? And so we have no incentive to really push green energy. So we've been twiddling our fingers for 40 years. We should have been way past where we are right now, but we twiddle our fingers for 40 years. And what this clown, El Señor Tom Friedman, who is supposed to be this real good thinker, is going to talk about we can't change on a dime. Who the hell is asking us to have change on a dime? We were saying we allowed 40 years to go by without a plan to really green off ourselves. 40 years, my brothers and sisters. 40 años no hicimos nada, de, nada con causa. 40 años, 40 years. And you want us now to say, let's hold back and feel sorry for the companies. And why is it? Everything must go through the business cycle. Oh, what do you want? The investors are not. Think about it. We have a planet that's burning up. We have, we have bad air. We have people that are suffering. And we are cons our concern is whether the investors are going to not want to invest in something that's that, that, because they're dinosaurs. Oil companies are dinosaurs. Yes, they're dinosaurs. By choice, they could have invested in green energy in mass years ago, decades ago. They didn't. So, yes, they're dinosaurs, and they should die that death that they deserve as dinosaurs for lying to the American people, for telling them that the energy was cleaner than it was, for doing all these things. They deserve to die, yes. And in the interim, while we still need fossil fuels, we should nationalize the oil industry after they've ripped us off for all these decades after decades after decades. They just took billions out of every American's pockets they took that money because they could. How difficult is it to understand the evilness of the petroleum industry? How evil it is. How difficult it is to see that they took it. They was nothing more than legalized theft. How difficult is that to understand? Please tell me. Legalized theft. Anybody supporting these organizations are saying, bend over. Give it to me again. It is sick. 
It is sick that we allow the corporate theft to continue. So yes, Friedman is right about something. We should, uh, we should go ahead. Uh, you can lump fusion into. I know about. You know what's so funny about it, Bruce? At the University of Texas in uh, Crockle Center at Crockle Hall, I was there when soon after they built Crockle Hall. We had the tokomak inside of the basement of Crockle Tower in Austin, Texas. There is a magnetic bottle to do nuclear fusion in Austin under that building. We've been working at that on the, on, for years. For years, we've been working on that. And, but no investments, right? What we're trying to say, people, is stop buying the Kool-Aid. Yes, the oil companies need not exist anymore. Thank you. Uh, thank you for correcting me, Robert Davenport. I was wrong about 40 years. It's more like 50 years. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Again, folks, so look, let me tell you. Uh, yeah, if their investors are not going to invest uh, to, to get us over the hump till we completely realize green energy, nationalize the sucker. I know Bruce has some, some concerns about legalities about it. Change the law. You know, it, it is time, people. It is time. And, oh, it's four. When you're having fun, it's four. Let's see. Someday, Egberto will come out of the closet as a Marxist. No, Egberto tells you exactly who Egberto is. Uh, Egberto Willis, if you Google CRT, the paid sites to boost crap, come up first and tell us BS. And people, you don't go further because it makes you feel better it, what you want to hear. That is not learning. Exactly, Bridge. Exactly, Bridge. Uh, Bruce says you're, you can lump fusion into your rant. They were working uh, so uh, uh, on Tokamak 50 years ago in Reagan. Yes, yes, yes. And plus, I mean, you're so right. You know, I got the smartest people around here. Robert Davenport says, nationalize the energy sector now. No energy, uh, no energy security equals no national security. Agreed 100%. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Soap on a rope. Uh, I don't know what that means, but anyhow. So anyhow, folks, we are at 4.02. I got to get out of here. You guys kept me long. Anyway, folks, thank you so kindly for having been here. Please support the program. Please uh, visit our support site at, uh, at politicsunright.com slash support or go to politicsunright.com slash uh, PayPal, politicsonright.com slash PayPal. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics on Right, and you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.